So, I want to start over again. And that's what Advent's all about. It's about a new beginning. And so, I am calling this first week of Advent Virgin Again. I want to be made new. Now, Advent is all about God coming and making everything new, but it's also an invitation for us to do our part, to contribute to this new beginning. My favorite Advent devotional is is a compilation of great writings called Watch for the Light, and the editors say this, if the essence of Advent is expectancy, It's also a readiness for action, watchfulness for every opening, and willingness to risk everything for freedom and for a new beginning. I love that. Advent is about change. I want to change. I need to change. I was at the gym this morning. I saw this friend of mine, he's not even a Christian. I said, brother, are you ready to change? (laughs) I said, Sunday is the start of the new year. And he kind of said, like, not really. I said, yes, it is. It's the church new year. I said, have you ever heard of Advent? And he kind of went, yeah, kind of. And I said, brother, let's shift things in our lives this year. I mean, honestly, we've all been broken by 2023. So in that brokenness, I want to see a change. I want all of this pressure to be broken ground for this coming of Jesus. And I want the Father to use pressures to plow the seed deep within me. Don't you want that? That's what you've been praying for, isn't it? I just know it. This is confirming your quiet prayer. And that's what this Sunday is. It's the first day of your life. It's the first day of the new year. So I love Advent in the church understanding because it's all about the coming Advent means the coming of, expectancy, waiting for this coming. And of course, it is about baby Jesus, right? So Christmas, that's a great thing. And it's also about Jesus coming again in the power of the Holy Spirit continuously. And then it's about Jesus coming ultimately in his second coming. So I love that. So the quiet, caroling, silent night, holy night, virgins and magi and all the stuff that we associate with Christmas. So wonderful. And then Jesus coming violently and conclusively when he comes to judge the whole earth and establish once and for all his kingdom perfectly. And then it's today. It's now. It's Jesus rousing us through his Holy Spirit, waking us up. Okay, maybe you're a little agitated at night, sorting through all the incongruent things in your life. So Jesus would say to you, don't worry about being worried. He would say, be watchful, be alert for my coming. I don't want to find you sleeping. So guess what? If you're having trouble sleeping, then you're on Jesus' team. Because what he wants you to do is 
to get up or just in your bed to say, Jesus, come. Jesus, be the one who steals, steals my restless heart and frees me to welcome you afresh. Whatever the pressure is, let it just be broken ground for the soil of your life. This is the miracle of Jesus with us. You don't have to wait for December 25th. It's now. Jesus coming now through all the difficulties of life and saying, I want to be born again there in you. It's about many, many everyday yeses to the miracle of Jesus coming to you in the power of his Holy Spirit, like a bride continually preparing for her groom, or a soldier who's always awaiting the word of the general on the battlefield. It applies to us corporately as members of one church, but also personally in the very specific things of our lives, our subjectivity, our prayer then can continually be in the watches of the night. Expose, O oh God, and rout out everything that would dull me and divert me from yourself. Make me virgin again, O oh God. The other day I was burdened by a lot of things and I just wanted to check out. I didn't want to be roused for God. I wanted to be roused for bad things. And I wanted to deflect the light. I did not want to engage the holy voice. I wanted to go after the idol gods and goddesses. This is not a life sign. This is not a great thing. But I know myself. It's a familiar thing. So when that comes up, my first thought was, well, check out and do X, Y, or Z. But then I said, you know what? I am not going to scandalize myself. I'm not going to scandalize my marriage, my family. I can act wisely, and I do. I've got good friends who know my ugly rhythms. They know how to pray for me when I ask for help. So the Holy Spirit prompted me to, to let them know. And I let them know, and they know how to pray for me. They know how to help set love and order within me. I woke up as a result. I checked in and not out, and I was rescued from any vain, diverting thing that leaves traces of poison in me. I was then able to cycle through my day uninterrupted, by uncleanness, guided by sweet chastity. I was made virgin again. So, this new year, starting today, let the Spirit soften the clay of our lives to make us malleable, reshapeable, wet putty in God's hands. I love what the Old Testament passage is for today. Oh, that you, God, would rend the heavens and come down. You come to the help of those who gladly do right, who remember your ways. But when we violated your ways, you were angry. How then can we be saved? Yet you, O oh Lord, are our Father. You are the clay. You're the potter. We're just the work of your hands. Good, good Father. I wrote a song about that, you probably sung it a few times. I don't get residuals. I think Chris Tomlin took it from me. But that's another matter. 
What good news Advent brings. In Jesus, the Father has rent the heaven. Father rent the heaven and came down to rescue us once more. God avails himself to us. Advent reminds us of that every moment. But are we watching? Are we waiting for the divine descent? I urge you to stay alert, sober, aware of your dodginess, but more inclined to your capacity to be sensitive to the stirrings of the Spirit, God rousing you as you simply cry out to him. We who live for his coming don't mind correction. We welcome it. We freely admit our poverty, our potential for foolish action, as if we, children of the light, actually were more accustomed to the darkness than his radiance. But we can get wise to ourselves. Echoing Jesus' warning to stay awake, St. Paul cries to us, Watch out! You think you're above falling? You're on the brink of it. 1 Corinthians 10.12 Advent, then, is a reality check. It invites us to wise up, to wake up, and to reposition ourselves to the light of our soon-coming King. We can be virgin again. My second second favorite Advent devotional is Father Alfred Delp's series of homilies called Advent of the Heart. And this is one of many amazing quotes that he gives us. What we need most is to be genuinely shaken so that where our life is grounded, we would feel it, feel the stability. And where life is unstable and uncertain, immoral and unprincipled, We would know this too and be able to endure it. The one great Advent question for us is whether we can make it out of all these shakings with the resolve. Yes, arise. It's time to get up, to awaken from sleep. It's time for an awakening to begin somewhere. It's time that someone places things again in the order that they were given to us by God the Lord. Amen. Thanks for joining me on this first Advent devotional. 